Hey, you all, a special thank you to our amazing and growing Patreon.com patrons. Andrea, Barbara, Diane, Erica, Stephanie, Susie, Terry, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes. My eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you're unfamiliar with Patreon.com, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. And if you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on Patreon.com forward slash The Workroom Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. The link is also in the show notes. Now let's get to it. In fourth grade, when my mother was hemming my pants, I pushed her out of the way and said, let me get the sewing machine. Yay, pants. I'm good at pants. Pants are just two big sleeves sewn together. It's not that hard. All you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest, and I want to know why Heidi Klum despises David Beckham. <laughs> and I'm Patricia, and <laughs> I am so sorry I have to sew you into these. <laughs> I forgive you. No, I, no, actually, no. That is the worst thing you could ever do, Patricia. <laughs> Um, so glad to have you back in the workroom and also, um, listeners, thank you so much for joining us as well. And, um, I want to remind everyone that, um, you know, we are venturing into a vintage project runway. So our, we're entering into season four. We're kind of sort of, I guess, forging our way into it. We're on episode three right now. Um, and if you haven't watched the episodes, then maybe you're confused by our taglines. <laughs> but hopefully um, you're watching along with us. And the links to these vintage episodes, I've, I've started putting them in the show notes. So you can watch along with us. It's great. Um, we um, also just finished recording our first bonus episode for our Patreon patrons. So um, thanks to Patricia. We are, I was, Patricia introduced me to the wonderful Elsa Clench <laughs> of, <laughs> of the CNN journalistic, or I would say photojournalistic, um, what would you call it? Like it's kind of started fashion journalism on TV. Um, and so we're, we're venturing into um, some installments of, of a really long, wonderful clip that we found on YouTube. And so the link to that, if you want to, um, listen or 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 watch along with us you can become a patreon patron if you aren't already one and and join us with that that journey because we're going full vintage we're going full vintage on our main show and full vintage on our bonus episodes as well just to remind everyone um we have a cheat sheet so once we get there we do have a cheat sheet for the runway and all of the looks are in runway order um, also you can keep up with us on social mediums on Instagram and on Facebook. And those links are also in our show notes. And then please send any questions, gossip, or feedback to us at Gmail. And that's in the workroom at gmail.com. That's I N T H E workroom at gmail.com. 
All right. Here we go. <laughs> so let's start the way we start all of the shows in season four so far in Gotham City Apartments. Um, we start off the episode with what I'm calling um, foreshadowing with hmm. like some like guy close ups with topless men with back abs. It's just like, oh, these it's it and it's Kevin and 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 Jack, essentially. Straight Kevin, straight very, very straight Kevin and Jack. Um <laughs> we do get some background about Jack and Jack um sh- uh shares that he's been HIV positive for 17 years, um, has wow. never felt healthier and um has been working really hard to maintain his health and um it's interesting to kind of get that tidbit about him because i'm like you know is this wait what's happening i'm acting as if i've never seen this season i'm like wait does jack get eliminated (laughs) like why are we learning so much about jack's background but i also am wondering if um uh they're they're doing like this also this this kind of smash up about um how hard jack has worked to maintain his health but also um how he has also worked uh, like really hard to get to this point of being able to be on project runway. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just had a feeling that was a part of it. Um, then we go to 33 H. I don't know if you clock that we're getting to know where they live in Gotham city apartment. I guess no one was worried about being stalked. So in 33 H that's where Rami, Chris, Christian and Ricky live. And Rami brings up Marion, who we lost last episode. And um, Chris March is like, oh, yeah, it's so upsetting. Don't even think about it. I don't want to think about it because, like, you know, I would rather have Marion go have. I would have rather have um, Christian Siriana go home than Marion stay um, because no one would have cried if Christian would have gotten eliminated. That was so mean. It was a total joke, though, but it was mean. (laughs) Just like, oh. I know. If it hadn't been for Chris's laugh, then it could have been mean. But I didn't think it was mean, though. I thought it was like, maybe Christian kind of deserves it right now. (laughs) You know, I kind of forgot watching this show now. I'm like, wow. I mean, I remembered Christian being a diva and self-centered, but not as much as I'm like picking up on rewatching this season. So he seems more like a diva. Yes, because I have not yeah. seen this since it aired. Like, I saw it at the time of it airing, and I haven't seen it since. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. It's so funny. And also, because for, for me, what I'm getting is that he's so tiny. He just feels so tiny this episode because, um, you know, the whole joke is, oh, you know, we would have rather have had Marion back because it was Marion and Christian who were the on the chopping block last week. Um, and then we have, you know, Christian, who's like, you would have been so bored without me, guys. You've been so bored. But we also know that Christian is smarting from that. He feels a lot less confident. He's like, yeah, so like I've been taken down a peg, but I'm so much better than everybody. I just know I am. <laughs> so it's sort of like annoying. You know. That was annoying. Sorry, Chris. Love you. But that was annoying. <laughs> but you know what? Christian was so young. Oh, yeah. And I think, I think Christian probably had a very clear vision and felt really confident in that. And this was just part of the process of getting that vision, which is oh, fine. Totally. I you actually know. thought it was, it was a good sign that he was like, well, you know, the producer's asking, 
you can you can imagine the producers asking Christian like so how do you feel about the elimination? How does that change you? It's like, well, I yeah. definitely, I feel like I can't win this whole thing tomorrow like I did yesterday. Like I felt like everyone else is just so terrible and I'm so much better. But what changed about it is like, well, maybe this game is harder than I thought, but it doesn't change how I feel about the other designers. <laughs> it just changes how I feel about this game we're playing. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> they had out yeah. wait go ahead what were you gonna say i was just agreeing with you okay yeah because I, I i was just going to point out how christian is carrying a bag that is like 80 percent of his body the bag <laughs> that christian siriano is carrying is so huge anyway so also because i'm like i'm noticing just how small you are um but we you know we don't really get much from the ladies um you know they're in a separate hotel room and it's mostly because there was wasn't that much drama on their side because it was really um those two in that in that apartment that were or that hotel room that were put, um, put against each other but I will note that the chalkboard in the ladies hotel room wrote p m a positive mental attitude I'm just like oh that's so sweet look at you guys trying to encourage each other every day that's nice. It's really wonderful. Um, all right. So we then head to the runway because it's time for the designers to sit under the really, um, you know, sadistic gaze of Heidi Klum as she comes out and gives them nothing. She doesn't give challenges. Any, she's not. She's just giving them reasons to start sweating and to be really worried, um, you know, just dropping those riddles there. She comes out. She's wearing like this really – Actually, like, I thought a really cute scoop neck red dress. Very simple. Felt like Christmas. Hmm. Um, but anyway, she, she comes out. She goes, you won't be needing your models today. This is a project runway first. Tim Gunn is going to meet you at 10 Rockefeller Plaza. Well, you'll find out more about your challenge. And of course, that freaks everyone out because it's like, wait a second. Oh my God, are we going to be dressing quote unquote real people? Because that has been done a project runway before. And of course, the real people being, you know, uh, not the models, you know, not the models. Anyway, um, but also this idea that this is a project runway first. Like, what, is, what are we getting ourselves into? So then we find them after their field trip at 10 Rock. So 10 Rockefeller. And they're walking into this elaborate, this, this lobby that kind of, I don't know. I, I, I know, I know the season so well. And this was, this is the scene that I did not recognize because I was like, where are they for a second? I forgot what this challenge was because this place sort of looked like the mixture between a mall and the Guggenheim in a really weird way. I don't know if you got this feeling, but they meet Tim in this hallway. Um, (laughs) And I'm instantly lost. I'm like, where is this? I, I, where also where is Tim Rockefeller? I don't know. Anyway, so um, they meet they meet with Tim, and Tim's like, "Come with me, designers." Still no clues. They're freaking out. They enter into a studio, a TV studio, and they're waiting for them is Tiki Barber. At the time of the brand new edition of the today show it's like oh my god here we go we're at the today show um 
it there's so there yeah whatever it's just so much fraught that's that's going on um with the confluence of like production teams that are going on w- with this and the you know i can this is where like the whole um vintageness of this really kind of seeps in because i don't know if you remember this time when tiki barber joined the today show uh, I've never seen the Today Show. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I don't remember. No, I've also <laughs> never really watched it either. Um, I'm not an early riser, but Tiki Barber, I believe, um, retired from football at the height of his career. Um, really? Yeah, and you know, I, I'm, you know, again, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, he was sort of at the, at the prime and was one of those football players, or even, I guess sports people who left before the end I guess quote unquote the end um, and then got this really high profile gig on the Today Show um, I totally forgot that this was a challenge so it was this was sort of like like an interesting surprise um, but it also gives Kevin the chance to be super straight <laughs> it's like yeah. how how straight are you Kevin? How straight are you? Oh, you know who Tiki Barber is. Like, oh my God. Tiki Barber <laughs> is like the greatest tight end of the Giants ever. No one else knows who he is. And so we get these other clips of people around who are going like, who is this? Like this reveal? Is it a reveal? We're all disappointed because we don't recognize this man. Um, <laughs> because if we, okay, because it's so close, so close to talking about who was on the Today Show at that time. So we have, so again, we haven't really brought up the whole, um, the kind of, uh, I, I guess the, what do you call it? Maybe the flashback to the pre me two times and pre all this like we- Harvey Weinstein upheaval, but the Weinstein, yeah. um, production company is producing project runway. They had very, they had very, very close ties. And we know now to whatever the today show is, um, and so this is such an interesting um, thing that's happening in the background because it's not as if the what what Harvey Weinstein and also Matt Lauer were taken down for during the Me Too movement just started happening like last year. Um, and so for me, I think like Katie Couric and Matt Lauer are conspicuously absent, not saying that this is all affiliated, but um, it's just sort of something that popped up. I'm like, whoa, OK, here we are. Um we're on the Today Show, <laughs> and we're not talking to anyone else except for Tiki Barber, um, who was, you know, the the new person at the time. But it's like, all right, this is this is here, this is happening. Um, but also this like straight acting that has to go on because Kevin and his spiky beard um, really, really is very much about making that known. And when you put a football player in front of him, it's like, here I am. I'm in my world. This is my element. I think they've made this this um, this challenge for me, perhaps. But also, I will. I kind of. I kind of think that Kit Pistol also knew who Tiki Barber was. I was like, there's someone else out there, and I'm pretty sure it was Kit, or it was none of the other dudes because all of them got their talking heads. Rami was like, I have no idea who this is. Steven's like, I don't watch sports, and Chris March is like, well, I mean. You know, he's gorgeous. You know, like like we get these kind of um, uh, observations about Tiki Barber. But it looked to me like Kit knew who this was. <laughs> and we don't I, hear from her. 
I really liked the comment that someone made. I forget this contestant's name. Ah, but th this person made the comment. Um, football is the only time on TV where spandex is acceptable. Yeah, that was little Steven. <laughs> Steven. Yeah. So I love that comment. <laughs> I loved it too. Because it's, I mean, he's like, I don't know anything about that, but I know about the fashion of football. And I tried to think about it. I'm like, no, Spandex is acceptable in other places. I'm like, well, not really. No, Steven's right. <laughs> well, on TV, like, because anything that has to do with Spandex, think about what, figure skating, ice skating? That's not acceptable no. to, like, top masculinity dogs. You know, mm -hmm. Kevin, you think Kevin watches figure skating? Mm -mm. Exactly. But maybe he does. And Kevin, I, that is okay. <laughs> I think I think Kevin's straight beard prevents Kevin from watching figure skating. All right, can we just okay? I need to talk about the beard. All right. again. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm I'm actually glad that you brought up the beard because oh God, in in <laughs> Kevin's talking heads, like in the interview portion, um, we were we're introduced to a leather fedora, and I'm like, you can't have the annoying hats and the beard spikes. Mm. I feel like you just can't do both, but you're doing both. Here we are. Um, I don't know if, 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 if the, the leather fedora was there the previous two episodes, but I'm really noticing it now. And it was just very much, it was, it was a lot. I'll just say that it was very much. It was, a, it was much. Yeah. All right. Um, so we did that. We get the gay versus the straights or the, I would say the gays versus the straight Kevin male edition yeah. going on. Um, and then eventually Tiki does give the challenge and the challenge is to design an outfit for him to wear on the today show. And, um, everyone, you know, basically loses their shit because no one has ever made menswear except for Kit. I'm seeing everyone else freak out. And this is the whole thing. People are just like, Oh my God, sweet pea is like groaning and, you know, Jillian is just bending over. Steven is double over in pain. Like he's, he already, you know, added on 25 years from the last episode. And, and here we're just draining even more life from his face. Um, everyone's so annoyed and, and really upset about this. So um, it's also not only do they have to do menswear, not only is Tiki Barber dropping the bomb that this is a menswear challenge, but Tiki Barber, it's like, just look at him. Look at him. He quit the Giants yesterday. So he's got this huge barrel chest and he's got a huge neck. He's got a tiny waist and he's got a big butt. And he's like, well, and also on top of that, he's like, yeah, so I have issues uh, with the way I'm shaped with with uh, buying clothes. So you have to make something that makes me look great and flattering on on TV. And, and what I can tell you is that uh, my wife and I sat down yesterday and we figured some stuff out. So I like texture. I like color. <laughs> that looks good on me. Any questions? <laughs> so it's like all the questions, Tiki, all the questions. So, um, yeah, so they, they do get to have this back and forth with him because they're just like, uh-uh, okay, all right. So what else do you like, sir? And Kevin, I think Kevin had the first question. It's like, I'm straight, I'm straight. Call me first. Do you like details? Because, you know, like us men who wear suits and stuff and menswear, 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 men, straight, straight, straight. You like like little details. And I think all Tiki says is like, I love those little things. 
I don't I don't know if he gave any details or but basically like yeah all those stuff that stuff yes I like that um and also uh I, I think yeah Chris is the one who asked him about the colors and he's like yeah you know I'll wear pinks I'll wear pastels um I'll I'll do all of that I'm I'm pretty open to it so anything that makes sense together I'll I'll wear it it's fine basically don't go too crazy with the colors <laughs> so um yeah I don't know but anything else about like this reaction and also this challenge given portion because we have yet another celebrity uh after the wonderful experience they had last week being blown away by someone that everyone actually knew <laughs> yeah so. Um, okay. So after their time with Tiki, they head back to Parsons into the workroom. Um, they all file in and it looks like Jack went and picked up a Christian Siriano at the farmer's market on his Why? way in. Yeah. Christian becomes a basket. Yeah. Of Jack. What the heck? Christian's like, you know, curly kale. It's like, you know, like a... <laughs> Like a, you know, like a bunch of carrots or some turnips, just kind of squeeze them together and just, you know, in the size of a Christian Siriano and just put them in your bag. <laughs> yeah. And, and Jack is the green giant, you know, that logo from the vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack and the, Jack is actually a giant. Oh my gosh. Jack and the beanstalk. <laughs> but Jack is not, Jack is not the giant at the top of the beanstalk. He's, he's, anyway, Jack is a normal size boy in that. All right. Anyway, um, that just was an association that you just opened up. I was like, okay, that's so fast. That's so fascinating. Anyway. All right. Moving on. Um, Tim comes in and tells them all of the things that they have to go through today. So they have 30 minutes to sketch. Then they're going to go to mood with a $150 budget. And um, also they technically have a two day challenge and how they're breaking that up is they'll get the rest of the day after all of the shopping is done. And then the next day they get 15 hours. So Jack, giant Jack, Jack the giant asks an important question of Tim before he leaves. And because everyone, again, freaking out about this challenge, Jack goes, Tim, so if we're men, can we use our clothes to make pattern pieces? And Tim goes, of course, make it work. This is classic make it work moment. And um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, interesting. This is great. So because then we go into our our time to sketch or they get 30 minutes and um, all of them are just staring into oblivion for the most part. So that, you know, I think there's, there's some editing magic there as well, but I, I believe that everyone was panicking, just purely panicking at this moment. Um, all right. So time to go to mood and we have, a little insight into what people are doing. Um, I think Rami is doing a blazer, a shirt, and some slacks. I don't know if you noticed this moment where it seems like Chris March is really freaking out and mood and finds Tim and goes, Tim, you think T Tiki Barber would wear some hot pants? Because <laughs> I'm like, that's what he wants to make for Tiki Barber are a pair of hot pants. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and we also learn a little bit more about Kid Pistol, who is a, actually a TV stylist. And um, 
Kit is someone on this rewatch that I'm realizing that a lot of the things that I remember people saying from this season, she said them. Be- mm. Yeah, it's it's happening every episode. I'm like, whoa, huh? What is it about Kit? And I also feel like if we were doing a bracket battle in real time with the show, I probably would put her on my bracket because she seems every time they go into mood, she seems to sort of know she knows how to work with things like especially with the last challenge with the $15 budget and Sarah Jessica Parker. She was like, we're doing it this way. We're doing fleece. Um, we're going down this aisle. And then with this, she's she's actually south for TV in L.A. So she's like, not only do I know uh, what materials to work with um, in this budget, but I also know what looks good on television. And yeah. it was really, I don't know, it was very comforting <laughs> to see like how she maneuvered and navigated that in the sea of all this panic, essentially. Yeah, Kit seemed really in control of, of a vision, and that was great. Yeah, yeah. And also, this is why I was kind of thinking of, um, you know, I'm pretty sure she knew who Tiki Barber was, and I'm pretty sure she wasn't freaking out about the menswear thing and whatever. It just feels like, you know, it's fine. It's fine, though. She's not fitting in the narrative of the whole workroom freaking out, so we, we only get to see her here and there. Um, all right. So... We go back to the workroom and it it looks like the designers go from being completely clueless about menswear to let's make a three-piece suit. Yes. How did that happen? I, okay. Because this is what boggled my mind, um, especially with Ricky, for instance. So Ricky, um, on you know, as we go back and as we do, I'm trying my best to be patient with Ricky. Um, he says something to the matter of like, I need to make a suit. And I said out loud, no, you don't. That's something that specifically Tiki Barber said. He goes, you don't have to make me a suit, even though I'm going to be on television. You don't have to make me a suit, but it can be casual. Uh, but the main thing for him is that it fits and that it's comfortable. And, and I think with this, you don't even really have to worry about fitting Tiki's body because we'll learn later that they're going to get their you know male models that do not fit the measurements of a tiki barber but um he's making a suit ricky is making a suit so and sweet pea is making a a suit as well so is carmen carmen's making a suit um and i think also jack as well is making a suit so um i don't know i i just i was just like this is counterintuitive to but also you know perhaps this is what is you know par for the course when you are panicking about this um are you overcompensating for just how lost you feel by going overboard and yes and perhaps people were just aiming to be safe in a um challenge that is outside of their comfort zone Huh. And so, oh, so you're thinking that actually doing a suit was like a safe route. I think that's what some people thought. Mm. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, I also thought, how come nobody paired? Okay. Let's just say that if you make a three-piece suit, it doesn't have to be a vest. It can be a t-shirt underneath the jacket. Right. You know, um, but they did seem to be overcomplicating the suit part. Yeah. 
I mean, really making it something that's very traditional. So the the three piece suit, shirts, a shirt, so with cuffs and a collar and button down and all of that stuff, and slacks and a and a full jacket. It's crazy. It's just crazy. But I will point out that um, we do get this um, little sort of like you know cut in from from Christian. And he's just like, yeah, I'm like so fast at sewing. I'm just like going at the fastest little rate ever. But also from from the view of the camera, like he's so fast compared to everyone else. <laughs> There's this little scene of him cutting the muslin. And it's I'm like, you you I don't know. It's like three cuts and you're you're all the way down. Like You've cut five yards with three little cuts of your scissors. Like, how did you do that? Oh. We, we also get a little bit of drama. Um, so Jack is admits, like, he's like, I've done a lot of designing of men's clothes, but I haven't made them. So I'm going to take off my shorts and make a pattern out of them. Um, and I was like, oh, YouTuber before YouTube time. So Jack, so that's how, that's like a lot of YouTubers who make these sewing videos. They teach you how to do it based off of the clothes that you have, which is so smart. So anyway, That's but cool. yeah, so Jack takes his, takes his um, shorts off, picks them apart, and then makes a pattern out of that. Um, and then Victoria and Carmen come over and ask to use it. And that kind of sets off a little cascade of resentment throughout the workroom, yes. so to speak. Resentment is the word. Yes, because... I don't think there is anything wrong with that. I was thinking the resentment came from, oh, I don't, ha- I, you know, I can't bring myself to actually do that, knowing that um, Jack is more than willing to share, and it actually would make your life a lot easier if you had yeah. those pants. Um, and, you know, not everyone's wearing flat front pants. And if Jack's willing to share, that's fine. Yeah, I thought Jack was great. And also, I think people were just... Um, very egoistic about mm. like, oh, I didn't think about that first. Oh, oh. Yeah. But I thought it was really gracious of Jack to share. I thought that's the whole point. And let's keep the point. Okay, let's keep it keep it in check, people. None of you know how to do this. I know, I know, I know. I mean, so you need all the help you can get. What's wrong yes. with sourcing, sourcing from a pattern like that? And I also feel like, for instance, so... I, I do think Rami was the whole like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Or I don't I don't want anyone else's help. Ego, ego, ego. Sweet Pea seemed mostly worried about the rules, which is fascinating yeah. to me because I'm like, OK, practically speaking, um, also, you know, very famously, someone from the previous season from season three got kicked off for cheating. I don't know if you remember that, but. Season three, I, I think, was the first time anyone had gotten um, caught up in a rule. And um, I don't remember the de- designer's name. I think it was Brandon or Kevin. I don't remember. But he had pattern books and was studying um, the patterns underneath his bed. Or he was, like, storing the pattern books underneath his bed and, and studying them at night. And that's n- that's against the rules. You're not able to use or bring these pattern books. Um, and so I'm wondering if, you know, Sweet Pea was like, oh, my God, people get eliminated for cheating. That looks like cheating, but it's like you could ask someone. You you could ask well, someone. Like, yeah. is, this, is this on the line? Is this possible? So, but Jack did ask, "Can we use our clothes to make a pattern?" Right, right. And then Sweepy's whole right. thing was like, "But can you share those patterns?" I'm like, mm, 
Yes. Yes. God. It's the same as if Jack just passed his shorts around the room. <laughs> yeah. Which he did, which he kind of did. Um, but yeah. And, and, and I, I don't know. I just thought it was really great that they asked for help and were able to help each other. Um, and also <laughs> Jillian also asked a great question. She's like, don't these people know how long it takes to do this stuff? I'm like, yeah, they do. <laughs> they know, they know how long this is. This is meant to, to really, really push you um, to make it work. You know, how else are you going to make it work? So anyway, they're freaking out and it's towards the end of the day and Tim comes in and calls time at midnight and it's very dire. It, it just, um, Carmen is someone whose face I feel is very honest about her internal feelings <laughs> and she almost looks like she's about to cry. <laughs> she's visibly pouting on the way back to Gotham city apartments. Um, but yeah, but I feel like not, that was pretty much all that happened on at the end of day one. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So let's go to day two and it, we don't spend a lot of time in their apartments waking up. They're just freaked out as usual. They went to bed worried. They woke up worried um, but today in the workroom, they get 15 hours mm. and, um, yeah. And it also sort of, we get this kind of montage of them making small mistakes or I think there's one of Kevin just trying to rip some seams, um, perhaps because he sewed something incorrectly and, and Kit says this thing where she's like, yeah, you know, we're so stressed out. That it's hard to remember that this is a fantasy experience and, you know, that we're we're supposed to enjoy this. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of hard to enjoy this under these restraints. <laughs> They're just really not giving them a lot of time to do all the things that they've been asked to do for the first time. So we see more speedy Christian um, because Christian's already onto real fabric. So off muslin and He's just surging like a maniac on the machine. And then we get this really nice um, side by side with Chris March, who's relatively slower, but also probably just going at a normal speed. It's just that Christian's going at light speed at a superhuman uh, pace. <laughs> and um, and also this really nice moment with Chris talking about how he learned to sell, which is basically by looking at a showing, sewing machine, looking at his mom at a sewing machine. And then shoving his mom off the chair going like, let me at it, mom. I'm nine. I can do it. But, but really, it's not like that. But he, he kind of told the story that way. He's like, I shoved my mom to the side and I started sewing. And, you know, anyway, because he's making some pants. He's like, I'm good at pants. Um, it's just it's just really great. So well, that was hilarious. Chris yeah. March said something like pants are just two sleeves sewn together. Yeah. And I was like. Wow, I never thought about it. But I are never they? It feels so that. much harder. Pants are, well, you know, I, I love that quote too. Because I'm like, is it that easy, Chris? <laughs> I mean, I've never made pants. I, I can't So I mean, everyone's complaining they have 15 hours. I could not make what they're making 15 hours a day for a year, you oh, know. No. No. But, but that I have no aptitude for this kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, because even making sleeves is hard. I've never even made sleeves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like it's just two sleeves. 
tied together. I'm like, all right, good to know. Um, we have Rami doing Rami. And Rami's like, you know what? I'm going to be, you know, really really uh honest and and authentic to my process and i'm gonna drape a pair of pants i'm not gonna use a pattern like some other people i'm gonna drape these are a drape look at these pants draped 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 um they're gorgeous they're great he draped some pants he figured it out it's great congratulations rami yeah yeah do what you have to do yeah you made it work <laughs> um <laughs> anyway so it's time for the models the models come in and uh, Tim, I think, announces that they get an hour and they've all been assigned male models. And also, I again, just production wise, I would love to have known, did they have their measurements day one or are they just getting them now? Because that makes it even more difficult, especially if they've been designing perhaps for the body of tiki barber in mind because tiki barber does not have a model's body not you know in terms of the straight up and downness um and the models come in and we do see that they all have abs you know they all but they're very trim pretty much yeah yeah and that's not tiki barber's body so um but also we also get that wonderful trope of the cameras mostly zooming in like look at these abs it's like we get the yes. bow, chicka, bow wow music starting when they're, you know, and it's like, great. It's time to eject, objectify our male bodies. Um, just yeah. straight up. <laughs> um, and also we have Rami just sort of, again, more bitching in his talking head. Like, well, you know, the male models come in. So of course all the girls are excited and it's kind of like, maybe we get a, we get an interstitial of, Kit and Carmen being very friendly and professional with their models was like, oh, they're so excited. But there's like, hi, nice to meet you. So great to have you. This is fun. Being friendly and professional. And then, you know, Rami goes, and then some of the guys are excited too. And of course we have like Ricky barking orders at his model. <laughs> not happy to see him at all. Not quote unquote excited. It's just like, I don't have time to talk to you right now. Like take off your shirt. Let's get this started. Let's get to work. Like, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I can't talk to you. Take off your pants. And it's like, that's not, I don't think that's a bow and chicka, bow and wow uh, type of environment that Ricky. <laughs> anyway, so um, uh, we do have Kevin also who has to get in that. He's like, listen, I'm not turned on at all. Am I sexually charged? No, no. I see a straight man's body and I I mean I see I see a man's body and I'm straight so you know I was like the only one not noticing how these dudes look exactly like you know the Adonis statues that I have in my apartment you know I'm you know Adonis to me is the patron saint of straight men and so that's who I worship I'm so straight I'm not faced not faced at all like we get it Kevin you and your beard and your leather fedora we get it <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> so interesting. I mean, it's so interesting given the outfit that Kevin makes. But we'll get to that. <laughs> Let's get to that. Sorry, um, sorry. I know, just can't wait for that moment. <laughs> it's so it's to it's totally fine. But Tracy, let loose. It's totally fine. Um, but we also okay. We we end the bounce chicka bounce wow music of the intro for these uh, male models, and then we get to the. <laughs> 
the South Asian, Southeast Asian ask background music because it's getting kooky. It's time for Elisa. And Elisa oh. is shy with her model. <laughs> um, is, you know, respectful in her way and refuses to see the the mo- her model's body naked because um, for her, she only has seen her current partner's body naked. And also, I th- she has done male um, or menswear, I'll say. She has made menswear and her partner is who she usually fits menswear um, clothes on. So she's like, yeah, no, I've never fit any other any other man intimately, la, la, la. Um, but her model is working it because I feel like he clocks like she's like, oh, this is an earth goddess here. She's like an earth goddess type lady. And so she's fitting like this vest on him. And um, she's like, yeah, I, I usually don't, you know, whatever. This is how this is my process, blah, blah. And he goes like, yeah. I totally get you. I want to do ethnobotany. And Elisa lights up. She's like, keep talking. I'm like, this guy is probably a billionaire right now. <laughs> like, yeah, right? Such a, like, it was such a great interaction. Um, as opposed to Ricky again. He's like, ugh, I don't, I can't talk to you right now because his model's like, hey man, how's it going? Is it really hard for you today? It's like, I can't talk to you right now. So stressed. <laughs> it's like, all right, sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be vulnerable in my underwear again by myself, quiet in front oh, of the room with everybody staring at me. <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, yeah, it's just also again like I feel like Ricky's brain is exploding because in his in his head he has set his mind to making these three pieces that he just knows that he can't do. He is not capable of doing these pieces, but he's gonna do it anyway. Um. So Tim comes in and I don't remember if this, if, if the designers were still with their models, but probably not. I think they, had, I think they had left. So they're done with the model fittings. And then Tim comes in at, and I estimated this probably around seven o'clock at night, <laughs> hmm. um, gathers the designers around and is like, I have a special guest and they freak out. They're already on edge and in comes Ginny Barber tiki barber's wife yes um and then we have this problematic statement from christian siriano i'll say quote unquote problematic i remember this quote as well because he goes oh my god in comes this fabulous asian woman and i'm like oh my god i love asians asians are fierce and i'm like oh my god oh christian you know i'm so glad we have this on tape forever it's yeah, you know, we have it forever. And also this is just the episode of objectification. It continues. It continues. It's always been around. And it's also amazing that that whole bit of him saying that did not stay. Or actually it never hit the cutting room floor because it's on our television. Or <laughs> it's you know, it's on this video. Mm. They put it in front yeah. and center. Um I also was wondering uh, and I understand log- the logistics. If it's seven PM, Tiki Barber is already in bed. Yeah. <laughs> He's sleeping. Um, And so he sends his wife, who also probably picks out all of his clothes um, and is very uh, and has worked with him. And we you know, he's already said that, like, we work together to be like, what what do I look good in? Because I don't know how long he's been taping for the Today Show, but I'm pretty sure not many um, not many episodes, probably. So we're. I'm just imagining that we're at the top of the two of them even, or even Tiki figuring out like, what's, what's this TV 
me look like or whatever. Um, all right. So we first go to Jack and Jack is doing a very subtle pinstripe look on the, on the pants and in a not so subtle pinstripe look everywhere. But again, he's like, I'm going, I'm doing like pinstripes, um, pinstripe pants. I'm doing a top and I'm doing a vest. And she's like, oh my God, I love that. We love layering. He's like, okay, good, great. I'm glad I'm going in the right direction. Then we go to Ricky. Ricky goes, I'm doing the pants, a shirt, tie with double lapels, a a see-through trucker hat, um, a jacket and a pocket square. Um, That's a lot, right? Is it it a lot? He looks at them and gives them this look of like, are you inside my head? Can you stop me from myself? Can you save me? Tell me that this is a lot. And I feel like Ginny Barber goes, I, I love it. I think that's great. All you're doing is great. And Ricky just looks like he can't stop himself. He can't pare it down. Um, and Tim also doesn't do enough to save him in this moment. Like Tim just makes an observation of like, oh, Ricky, I'm going to talk about you in the third person. <laughs> Ricky doesn't look good. Ricky looks like Ricky's panicking and I'm like oh no yeah I think Ricky needs a lot more help than that just for this moment or just like to get out of his head because he's visibly stressed out yeah Um, yeah I know I just kind of felt like it was a cry for help (laughs) or I like to imagine maybe that it was that um oh okay so next we have Kevin and right the only thing I wrote for this was that he was doing a double vent in, in the back of his jacket to cover up Tiki Barber's butt. Yeah. And I thought, why, why are you wearing your hat indoors? But okay. Well, you know, cause he's straight. Patricia. Like, yeah. I'm okay. Pretty sure. That's the answer to all of the questions. <laughs> about Kevin. <laughs> um, Ricky was also wearing a trucker hat inside, but it's like, Oh, know, I see. That's right. He that's had designed right. that. I, you know, I it's feel like it was, it was all a part of, you know, that's why I was like, Oh my God, he made that hat. He's going to make another one. He's got so much to do. He's going to put more on his plate. The more nervous he gets. Um, but also, yeah, no, but also I think it's even more egregious for Kevin because it's leather. Isn't that it, hot? But it, it, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's also lined with some kind of like either real or fake shirling lining. So oh it's God. really hot. And anyway. Yeah. So uncomfortable. Um, yeah. Just say no to things, guys. Like pay attention to how you feel. Is it good for you? Is, do you like this? Is it something? <laughs> anyway, whatever. All right. So going on to Carmen next. And Carmen gets the uh-oh music line. And um, yeah. This is where I, you know, it gets kind of uh, hair raising maybe because she's, she, it doesn't look like she has a lot cut. It She mostly has a fabric laid out with her sketches and she's describing what she's doing and she's also doing way too much. So pants, a shirt and a jacket and um, Jenny Barber does not like the jacket. She's like, it's too casual. It looks members only. Um, mm. And and then Tim goes, I'd reconsider the design of it. And I mean, mostly what I was just like, why is there so much brown on that table? There's just brown everywhere. 
Um, the jacket was going to be brown, probably the shirt. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but also, I you know, right now I think a members-only jacket is great. Like if she, if she made that right now, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, that jacket. I mean, that's a very popular jacket style for menswear. Yeah. Um, it's called actually there's different brands, but the one that popularized it, it's called a Harrington. It's called a Harrington jacket, and it's usually like some kind of cotton on the outside, or sometimes it's something not. Not waxed cotton, but it's usually made of some kind of either a water repellent fabric or just a regular cotton. Hmm. And the inside is lined with flannel. And um, I say Harrington because that's a very popular brand. There's another one called Barracuda that also makes it. But this is very like British menswear. And specifically, I I came across it because that was what... um, So I grew up listening to The the Clash in Mm -hmm. in Europe. So uh, Don Letts used to always wear those Harrington coats and over like a lot of sweaters and stuff. So that's my image of, of those sweaters. It's like, it's a countercultural jacket, like a working class counter countercultural oh. street wear jacket. That's very accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Price wise. And just, it makes you have it for a long time. So for me to look at this jacket, I'm like, well, what is a TV person going to do with that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like a golf jacket in America, you know, um, and I don't think that's, I mean, maybe, maybe, um, maybe this person golfs as well, but that wasn't the challenge. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's good to remind me of the challenge. Cause I'm like, mm, I kind of like that jacket, but no, you're right. Cause he does say, and I think this is something that might have tripped some of the designers up. Cause he's like, Oh yeah, it doesn't have to be a three piece suit. So it can be casual, but it's also thinking of um, what is appropriate for his actual job. So if he's a Today Show correspondent and you don't have it in you to make a suit, like like for me, for instance, if I were one of the designers, I would not make a suit, but I'd figure something else out. Let me, you know, we already talked about this before. But, um, but this idea of casual is one of those uh, iffy, not iffy, but one of those gray areas and it's, you know, you have to sort of rely on your own experience and, and, you know, in terms of what's appropriate. And yeah, I totally agree. It, and I'll, you know, of course, agreeing with Ginny Barber, it's too casual. Mm-hmm. And what's sad and dis- dismaying about this is that, like, I don't know what it would be like to be near the end of day two, pretty much. And have and have never made a jacket before, or maybe never had done have done any menswear stuff, and then Tim Gunn's telling me to just start all over. That's yeah, okay. the stress. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and it's showing all over Carmen's face. Um, yeah. So yeah. so Tim leaves them behind and reminds them that they all have until one, and um, so it's about eight o'clock when they leave. Um, Jenny and and Jenny Barber and Tim. So with five hours left, the designers are really kicking it into high gear freak out mode. Um, everyone starts cutting back and paring back their designs the way they should have done yesterday. So they're throwing out the pants. They're throwing out the shirts. They're throwing out. All the- so it's like, it's like Kevin. Kevin goes, yep. So uh, no longer making a full jacket. I'm making a vest. 
Then we have Jack who's like, not doing a vest, just making a two piece outfit. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yes, please. These are smart things to be doing right now. And yeah. yet there are still some people who are just barreling along like Ricky. <laughs> Ricky yeah. is not going to stop. But yeah, I thought that was, I thought, holy, holy crapness. You know, I guess if you didn't know better, I would say this is before I learned how to sew. I probably would have thought you could do a lot in five hours or even 15 oh, hours. I really would have like under, I really was underestimating just how long it takes to make clothes. <laughs> I mean, the thing that like scares me about sewing is all the math because I'm good at geometry, but math, math. Oh my gosh. Sewing just feels like so much math, math, you know? No, it's so, and I'm, that's one of the things that's so interesting. We'll get into that later, but just, you know, for me it is we don't get to see the people who are doing fine because there's a whole part of the room of people who are like, everyone's pretty intense, of course, because there's not a lot of time, but um, there are people who are intense and freaked out, but they're making progress and they're not making crazy mistakes or they're, they're on a good trajectory or a good schedule. We don't see them and, and we'll talk about them when we get to the runway. But um, thinking of what designers did with Jack's pants, <laughs> like who did okay with it and who didn't, um, who translated that pattern successfully and unsuccessfully. I feel like, that is a matter of like quarters of inches, you know, it's so, it's so hard to put, to like to construct a garment um, period. And so anyway, that's what I just kind of thought about there. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Carmen, one of her other issues is that she didn't buy enough fabric for these, for this possibility of having to start over again. So not only does she not have enough fabric, but if she were to successfully, uh, you know, perhaps restructure um, a whole piece, she she probably has to rip some seams and that takes some time as well. Um, Ricky's putting in zippers in the wrong way. He doesn't know what the fuck he's making. That's a quote. It's like, I don't want, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm making. I don't know. <laughs> poor Ricky. Uh... <laughs> And then we have an all-out, like, freak-out brawl in the sewing room between Carmen and Ricky. Um, I didn't I didn't necessarily write down the whole thing, but I, I, just, I just was like, the two steamiest people in the room um, mm. just let it out on each other because where else is – where else is it going to go? Like, it, their, their bodies are just exploding <laughs> with stress. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, they sing the Don't Go Home Too Soon song, which is, is that iconic? Let me know. Do you remember that song from, I don't know. I, I don't. I, no. I I do remember this song and it's, it's just like, yeah, it, <laughs> anyway, um, I do remember the song, but designers, if, I mean, not designers, listeners, if you remember that song and if it's iconic to you, let me know. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So with, uh, let's see, with, with, uh, 20 seconds left. We get all these clips of the designers actually having meltdowns at their mannequins or at their sewing machines, and some of them are crying. And then we also have some of them trying on awfully made pieces of clothing. It's just a lot of it looks terrible. And uh, that's the end of day two for our poor designers. So they go home at 1 a.m. in the morning. Um, and then it's the next day of elimination. So we have... 
some back and forth, but it pretty much is pretty quick. And like the guys are talking about how bad of a shape a lot of like for particularly I think like Sweet Pea and Carmen are in because Carmen doesn't have a shirt and Sweet Pea is struggling with um, the fit of everything. Um, and also we have this wonderful moment where Kid is putting on Sweet Pea's makeup <laughs> um, in, their, in their room trying to like get ready for all of this stuff. Elisa does yoga all the time. Um, and then they get apparently. to- Yeah. Apparently. All the time. That's the only time we, we really get to see Elisa do anything in the apartments is her, ro- her yoga routine. Um, does anyone talk to her? This is, I'm just wondering. Like, do you guys hang out with Elisa too? Anyway, so <laughs> they leave their apartments and the chalkboards in one of the guys' hotel rooms reads, Lord, help us. And then in smaller letters, it goes, more V8, please. Which is gross. That was hilarious. <laughs> So again, we have some insight on what Project Runway feeds these people. I know, and they want more and of that. And they want more, more of that, and it's either super sugary or super salty, because V8 is very salty. I know. Ugh, gross. I mean, <laughs> did you... Okay, I was forced to drink V8 growing up because it was so healthy. Oh, I hated it mm-hmm. so much. Anyway, I can't believe they're still drinking it. And I was like, that's what they're stocking their fridges with. Um, and they love it, apparently. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've had that, like, just out of desperation in the sense that sometimes, like, so I'm I'm a new vegetarian, but I was a vegan for a long time. And sometimes mm-hmm. if you are in the middle of nowhere, if you're traveling, if you're somewhere, sometimes that's all you can get at a gas station or at a train station yeah. or at a deli. <laughs> and, yeah. so that's, that's, and so that's dinner, you know, a not very exciting dinner. So I've had it, but I can't say that I've ever really had it by choice after the first time I tried it. <laughs> okay, good to know. I mean, it's just like, it just sits shivers down my spine. I'm like, oh, it's like medicine. Oh, I hate V8. Blah. Mm. Um, okay, so they they head out. Um, they go back to the workroom. The designers fall in on their final day, and we see that Jack is wearing a custom-designed, life-size Christian Siriano backpack. Oh, I, I missed that. Yeah, it's like a backpack that looks just like Christian Siriano. Like, it's just like, it's almost like Christian Siriano strapped himself to Jack's back. Oh, oh wait, <laughs> I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, so basically, Jack's job is to carry Christian around... And I could just imagine Christian, Jack, carry me. Well, can you carry me? Carry me. And Jack's please, like, ugh, you're please. five pounds. So I guess. <laughs> I know. Stop whining at me, please. <laughs> and stop calling me fierce. I know I'm fierce. Stop it. Um, <laughs> because he, like, takes him to his workstation and plops him down. And Christian's like, thank you. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> Thank you. Christian's like, I've been delivered. (laughs) (laughs) And now the work begins. (laughs) Yeah. So now the work begins. They have four hours this morning. And, um, oh my gosh, poor Ricky. Like what a nightmare to watch. Um, he's like, he's like, if I can attack the jacket, um, the pants and the, and the see-through visor, because you know, I don't have time for that trucker hat anymore. So now it's just a visor. And then I can next get at that double breasted coat I made for that barrel chested man as extra credit. 
Because if I go down for this, I'm going to go down as hard as I can. And I'm like, Ricky, like, oh, my God. Like, can you, I don't know. In my head, I'm like, make yourself something useful, like a parachute or something. Like, seriously. And we have. Yeah, that could have been that could have been a Ricky special for Tiki. You know, some pink parachute pants. I know. (laughs) Something interesting that you could actually make. That you, that you can actually make because, you know, yeah. oh my God. Because, so, again, we have every, we have other people in the room who have made really good decisions for themselves. Tough decisions. Like Jack is, you know, um, he's got four hours to perfect this shirt that he's made. Since he's not making a vest, he can spend all this time making sure everything is tailored to perfection. And, um, of course, stressing out over the fact that everyone else in the room is making you know, 5,000 things. And he's like, you know what? I feel like the strategy is to just do the two things I have really well. And I'm like, great strategy, Jack. Great. Yeah. Because in the corner over there, we have Carmen who still has to put a collar on her jacket and she still needs to make a whole entire shirt. And also we haven't seen how those pants look on her model. We don't know. Um, But she says like she hadn't planned on running into all these problems um, and, and it's just way behind. So yeah. Um, so Tim comes in to introduce the models for the day to come in to get their fittings and to get ready for the runway and also, you know, use the blue fly wall. Mm-hmm. And then um, we come in, the models come in um, and now Ricky talks to his model <laughs> to put his ass to work. It's like, yeah. Do <laughs> you know how to sew? Here. It's <laughs> like, yes. It's uh, like, what? You have an accent? Like, yes, I've had an accent this whole time, but you've never taken a chance to know me. But I'm so happy to be sewing buttons for you, sir. You know, I don't know. Whatever. It's like this guy is probably the most interesting person in the room, but Ricky doesn't have time. Make no. His, like, sew his buttons. <laughs> Um, let's see. So, oh, and there's a, this, this moment where it's so hilarious to me. I really, really enjoy Sweet Pea. She's trying on this hideous, god awful shirt on her <laughs> model. <laughs> <laughs> and she's so, she's earnestly asking Chris March for his opinion. Like, Chris, would you send this piece of shit down the runway? And Chris is like, honey, there are way worse things in this room. And I love Sweet Pea because she doesn't believe him, but it's obviously true. It's obviously true. I'm like, no, 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 Sweet Pea, you, what, are, what else are you going to do? Send him down in that rat-a-tat shirt. Like, do it. Because Carmen doesn't have a shirt. Ricky is in flames right now. Ricky is in flames. And I don't know, you just kind of point, you know, like who, who else is having some issues? Like there's, there's, you're fine, Sweet Pea, even though it looks like a hot mess. It's, it's, it's like the top of the hot mess pee pile. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't enjoy Sweet Pea, by the way. I know you and Nayland <laughs> like Sweet Pea. I do not. I just, yeah. Oh no. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. Um, I would like to know why, but we we'll talk about it on the runway. But I don't know. Feel f- I mean, it's it's fine if you don't like her. I what well, I think what what I what I like about this moment is just sort of like the the idea that she's 
it she, and she is in trouble you know it's it, to be fair to be fair the the shirt looks awful it's really terrible and she should be yeah. worried um and there's a high chance that she's gonna go home but there's also a high chance that i don't know like just look around the room um anyway so we have tim coming in and announcing two minutes and carmen is still in the sewing machine still working on um her pants and her shirt i mean and her jacket and so she asks her model to go to her workstation and grab a piece of fabric that would have been made into a shirt and she just kind of drapes it around his neck puts on the um uh, the jacket and then she gives your tagline to her mom. Mm, that's so, right. Yeah, that's the moment where she's just, I'm so sorry. I have to sew you into these pants. <laughs> um, now you just make it sound so practical. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I did like how she was like, I'm, I, I apologize. Like, this is not, yeah, this is not fair for you. And this is not my best work. And because also, you know, practically he's going to have to get cut out of those pants and it's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Um, all right. I mean, anything else before we head to the runway? Um, no. Okay. All right. So let's hit the runway and listeners, this is where you can look back into our show notes and hit that link for the cheat sheet and you can pull up um, this week's visual so you can follow along with us. And it's in runway order. And I titled this episode after a Christian Siriano quote. It's called Ooh. a jacked up runway. Um, but also I thought it was just really interesting because like, you know, uh, we have an actual jack. And also, I was thinking like jacked means so many things. I'm not, I'm not going to get too deep with that word, but I'll just put that out there. I like, I like the different uses of jacked. Like, it's like, you know, that means like super buff or janky or, you know, like things are messed up. But also we have like an actual designer whose name is Jack. Um, anyway, um, I had fun coming up with this title. I'll just say that. All right. So let's get to the <laughs> let's get to the runway. And we have our normal people. So we have um, uh, Michael Kors and, of course, Heidi Klum and Nina Garcia. Hola. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Tiki Barber is awake. So we also have Tiki Barber as our guest judge because he's got to wear these clothes. So it makes sense. Yeah. If we're going to be Tiki, then we'd have Jenny. All right. So the runway begins and the first outfit out is a four piece suit. What do you say? Is this officially a four piece suit with the shirt with Jillian? I think so. Okay. Why? Is or or, am, or is it a three piece suit with a shirt? Basically, Not she made four pieces. Thank you. That's, that's basically what I'm trying to get at. We don't hear from Jillian. We don't see Jillian, of course, because there is no drama with Jillian. Because Jillian was Jillian was in her corner, diligently working on four pieces. Um, do we like these pieces? So, what do you think about this? What were you going to say? Sorry, I cut you off. Well, I think the three-piece suit 
it, it's a, I think it's a three-piece. It's a four-look garment, but it's a three-piece suit. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That's what I think. I don't know if you can have a four-piece suit, but I think if you had a four-piece suit, it would have to be part of the suiting oh. and not part of the shirt or any other accessory. That's what I think. Nope, I think you're right. I don't really know, but that's I've never just heard how I'm... of a four-piece suit before. It's just three-piece. I feel like I have. You know, I'm going to Google oh. it now because I'm just so curious. But I think a four-piece suit has something else, like another little – I don't think – I think the vest is the fourth piece and there's something else instead of the vest. Hold on. I'm going to just jump on the Googles. <laughs> but I'm not seeing a description. Oh, a four – here's something on Clothing Connections Online, which sounds like a dating app for clothes. Um, Vin- <laughs> Vinci men's four piece wool feel tuxedo bow tie included Ooh. four piece suit comes with matching bow tie and single breasted vest that is fully lined and pleated maybe the maybe that okay that throws off my theory see I didn't think it'd be an accessory I thought it would be something that you actually wear that's not an accessory but the bow tie would be oh there's a five piece suit oh my god that's what I'm getting confused with, because that I—that's like a—that's a term that I've known. Wait, um, a five-piece suit. Um, it's a traditional three-piece plus an overcoat and a hat. Oh. So that's the five-piece. Okay, so the the fourth piece would be the coat, and then yes. the fifth piece would be a hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Cool. Right? Wow. Okay. Well, that's that like solves that. Wow. I mean, because with this, I mainly raise that because of how many pieces she put together um, without much fanfare. But um, but it's also it's it's good to know because I was thinking, you know, like would a cummerbund be another part of that piece? But we're not, you know, we're not going to the prom Mm -hmm. Um, anyway. But what, what did you think about this? Super from boring. Jillian. The 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 collar was too wide for for um for the person who has to wear it. Like the collar shape, the white collar was too wide for the person who has to wear it. Yeah. You know, you're not trying to make this person look like their head is a little the center of a little flower. You know, um, although I like that vision, but that's not what we were going for. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like you could you could do that, but also considering that. Tiki admits that he has a fat neck. You probably wouldn't want to do something like that. Yeah, that just, that just widens the neck. That is a neck widener. So know? I guess that's what she did too. Like that lapel widens, would widen his neck, right? I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah, and I, and I see what she's doing because from, it's so great. Like these, these images on the cheat sheet are, especially with these darker colors, it's kind of hard to see the details, but um I don't know why everyone's having an issue with hemming pants, which to me is like the easiest thing to do. Like I know how to hem pants, but even with him, like he kind of looks weirdly seedy because of the length of his pants and the, and the width of his collar. This is a weird effect in uh, on the cheat sheet Um, on the runway though. It's a little bit more, I will say crisp and finished and polished. It doesn't look as like frumpy as he does on the cheat sheet to me. Um, I mean, it's a very bland thing. And in a way, that's why it's like, 
anything like that that you're pointing out, if a hem is off, if yeah. if styling is off, if I thought the sleeves were too long yeah, also the for the long. coat jacket. Yeah. But all of those things really stand out because these are such um for lack of a better word, I'll use classic pieces that we're used to seeing over and over. So when something's off, it really stands out. Yeah. Unless something unique that catches our attention. Right, right. Um, I mean, okay. So next we have Carmen um, talking about there's so many unique things um, on this runway. But um, poor Carmen, who's got her still looks like a members only jacket with these crazy pants <laughs> with a long crotch. Um, and a representation of the shirt for the color and a hat. Oh my God. The hat was the worst. Um, yeah. What was that? Yeah. It was just, I, you know, a last ditch effort. It was a Hail Mary, you know, if we want to throw in some football terms, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't even know what the football term is. Yeah. But like, I have no idea. Well, at least not American football. A long like, shot, okay. essentially. Like, maybe if I oh. put this jaunty little hat on top, they won't notice that he doesn't have a shirt. That I just wrap yeah. a scarf around his neck. Um, I know. It was know. definitely too much time at the blue fly wall. Blue fly wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's insane. And also, um, the shoes are, are, are not great. This was, you know, the, mm. uh, clearly, um, I would say that this model styled himself. Maybe the model chose out his shoes. Like he brought those shoes from home. That's his hat. I don't know. Um, yeah. Carmen did not have enough time to really f- think this through or to finish anything. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, next we have Christian. And, uh, oh, what did you think of this before I get too far into it? I wasn't much of a fan, you know, I'm kind of watching it, um, on the, on the, um, on my iPad now coming down the runway and it's sort of like, I mean, it's not bad. It's really, it's a really awkward, everything about it seems awkward to me. Yeah. Everything about it. Like the little pockets with the little round button in between the line again this is feedback that uh christian received last week it's like it did not land this looks very 80s and also this kind of tulip tulip cut jacket Mm -hmm. bottom i I don't know what that area is called so i sound like a three-year-old but it's just not um it doesn't make sense with the top of the jacket Mm-mm. That collar, again, that collar is like, what? This looks like, it's like a Jackie O collar top mm-hmm. with, like, Sound of Music bottom on the jacket. Yeah. Like, one, of the, like the, one of the kids, <laughs> yeah. like, that's something that you would put on a, a performing child who's made to sing in front of strangers, um, you know, with their, yeah. their eight siblings. And then the top is, it belongs in a totally different universe. It's very like casino. It's like dated Oleg Cassini to me. And I don't understand that whole side. By the way, I love asymmetry in clothing. Mm-hmm. I am the queen of the 80s, like a diagonal zip. And I'm exaggerating. When I say queen, <laughs> it, means, it means I have two of those. Just, I, I mean, because I, whole... I actually like the shirt. So because the model takes off the jacket and like walks back yeah. without the jacket. And I thought the shirt was the best thing about it. I don't like the colors. 
because it almost, you know, there's like khaki on khaki, but there are two different shades of khaki and we can see it better on the cheat sheet. Like nothing yeah. matches. And there's this like this weird, um, uh, just, just, he just, it, the, the colors are strange together, but I totally agree with you. I don't, I thought the, the, the top was the best thing about it. If he could just make everything else make sense around that, like that seemed like the most yeah. new and fresh thing that he did. And everything else was like, I got to make some pants. I got to make a jacket. Yeah. I mean, he could have done that in black and it would have been perfect. Yeah. The top the pants without that silly jacket done. Yeah. And also, done. Like those pants are also too long for the model. Right. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was, yeah, the proportions are really strange. And, and with that tulip thing, it's like, I don't know. It, it, it gives the model this, um, this, it's like almost like on the bottom, it, it, he, it's like he wanted to create an hourglass for the model. And then up top was this more casual looking, almost like if he turned around, there should be a full on hood, you know, like, hmm. like a, like a blazer with a hood on it. Um, mm, that'd be nice. Yeah, but it's not. It's just it's just an, a gigantic lapel. Right, right. So. Yeah, it's like it has its own zip code. It's so big. It's huge. You know, it's like. Yeah, no, it's, it's not not great. Um, all right. So after Christian, we have Rami. And Rami, is this not a members only jacket? I think so. Oh, oh, Sue, I'm so sorry. We we're not with Rami. I'm so sorry, Kit. Oh my oh, God, I I I like we? did some weird thing with the oh, cheat sheet. Yes. No, we're yes, yes. Kit's next. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> next is Kit. Um, okay. Again, yeah. She made three pieces. Her pants mm-hmm. are hemmed. Um, for the most part, the 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 jacket and the shirt need a little work, but for the most part, it walked great. I thought. Yeah, I this was my favorite look out of all of them. Same, and for was, the yeah, I, I I thought I thought the same, especially because you know, um, I I was I was a little worried when when she was in mood looking for uniform khaki pants, and I was she's like uniform khaki for the pants. I was like, oh man, khaki pants. Oh, I know so, might might be so boring, but they were made well. And they were, yeah, inside really nicely. He looked well put together, and he was wearing like this really nice watch. Look, I don't know if that's his watch or if that's his ring, but he looks like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of just wish instead of going with khaki pants that mm. she went with a um, like a gray with like like uh. I don't want to say pink, but something of like a pink or a lavender undertones, like the kind of gray that is not blue gray or yellow gray, but like a, a red gray, a pink mm-hmm. gray, like something yeah. to throw off the Navy to play off the Navy. Hmm. Um, I, th- I thought, I mean, it would have been a little more subdued, but it could have been like a happy, happy gray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's actually what I was thinking. Cause he, you know, that would have brought in some like pastel, yeah, sense like a sense of pastel, so, maybe. It's like a, a hint, a, a barely there hint. Yeah, yeah, totally. But that could have is... been complemented by stitching on the jacket, right? No, man, yeah. If they had a week, <laughs> right? Of course, of course. But 
but I thought Kit did great. Yeah. Really great. I really, really like that. Um, okay, so let's get Rami. I, I jumped the gun. Sorry, guys. So Rami's next. Okay, this is what I thought a members only jacket looked like. Oh, I mean, this is more of like um. No, well, actually, I don't really. I think members only makes all kinds of jackets. Or at, well, and, and the only thing that's missing here is that there isn't a cuff. Like there is, isn't that like oh. the cuff around the um around the bottom of the jacket and around the sleeves. But I'm yeah. I'm mostly thinking about the general shape of it. Um, because I I didn't think there was anything wrong with how this jacket looked, and it seemed to be perfectly fine, um, and well made. But again, for some reason, it it also came off as well. I guess because of the shirt underneath, it doesn't seem as casual. Um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. It's just boring. Yeah, it's very boring. Yeah, yeah. it's just boring. But I think I think that could be a members only jacket. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they freak Carmen out. All right. Next we have Sweet Pea. <laughs> Sweet Pea. Um, and, you know, Sweet Pea's monster. Like this, which is this outfit, not the model, but the outfit with this crazy, who knows what's going on. There are three buttons up there. There is a ridiculously length tie. <laughs> that she just... For some reason. Because she was, this was the conundrum she was having back in the workroom of like, how do I style this trash heap of clothes that I just made um, to make it look better? And she went to the sort of like, you know, uh, I guess, you know, he's had a hard day at work. (laughs) It's the end of the day. He's like, loosen his tie, you know, because it's time to have a whiskey. Um, you know, I don't know. He's a lawyer or he has an office in some corner and he's just like renting his shirt or maybe it's, he's Hulk. He's the Hulk. And, um, he's hulked out of his clothes. He's like whoever the normal, you know, on Hulk version of the Hulk is, let's say his name is Roger. I don't know. There is an actual name for the non Hulk version, like the, like the Kirk, whatever. Anyway. So Roger starts off in his office. Someone comes in, makes him really, really mad. He turns green. He blows up. He just, you know, annihilates every seam of, his, of clothing. It just rips together. And then, you know, he, he comes back to normal, has a whiskey and then realizes like, Oh God, I got to put these clothes back together. Cause I got to go home. And this is yeah. how he looks. This is sweet. Yeah. Very weird. Very wacky. This is the bad. pants are okay. The pants seem to fit around the waist okay. Yeah. The, no? I I think the pants, and they're hemmed, you know? Yeah. They look pretty good. It's just that shirt. She did something wrong. And and this is where math comes in. The math This is where wrong. math, the math is wrong. I know. This is what's scary. Yeah. You know, because when I, I knit, I can see what I'm doing. Like, I don't have to wait until something is done. Like I can just count if I'm uncertain about the math. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can always here, it, put it back together. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but with here, I feel like, oh my God, you couldn't just put a black t-shirt on the model and just show off the pants and yeah. call it a day. Yeah. Because you don't have to compete with how many other things people are making. You have to just make, show your best vision down the runway. Yeah. And if this isn't it, don't use it. Use the model's own T-shirt yeah. or shirt. What? Yeah. Like. Oh yeah, that's so, that, interesting. I I was. I mean, okay. It, it's easy for me to say because I'm, you know, 
watching it. I'm not mm-hmm. doing it. But it's like, really, if your pants are well made, so what? Just trust it. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. lucky that someone made, a couple people made things, I mean, yeah. like worse mistakes. Um, because another option could have been to do something like, I don't know, like, you know, Rami is annoying, but obviously he's showing his skill as a designer and as someone who knows, you know, we don't know if Rami knows math. We Maybe Rami only knows how to drape, but Rami figured out how to drape all that. Like he draped a jacket, he draped a shirt and it looked like, you know, and it's, it's also very possible. That's, that's a, a legitimate, um, um, strategy and technique to doing all sorts of clothes, not just dresses or the things that we would think are, are normally draped, like, Oh, a robe. Um, and so even thinking about sweet pea, if she's like, do you know how to make a top for anyone? Um, without all of these details and, you know, and how, how, how much time do you need to just kind of like whip up something that you've done before so that you don't take away from, the good things that you've actually were able to make. Um, yeah. Anyway, so many, so many options, but you know, easier said than done. Obviously we're not yeah, on yeah. the show so. for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So next we have dear, dear Steven. Oh my. All right. Um, what I'm- sadness, what sadness this look is. <laughs> Right? This is complete sadness. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Because for me, I was like, oh, this looks like it belongs to me. This looked like <laughs> the antagonist of a horror film or maybe like a like a mm-hmm. Hitchcock movie from the 40s or something. Like, th- like yeah. <laughs> this well, guy's that- up to no good. <laughs> I mean, it's like the belt looks like the wa- this person's waist. The crotch throws off the waistline. The crotch length uh-huh. throws off the waistline in this way that's like, is this like the 1930s when mm-hmm. pants are like really hiked up, you know? But then again, the neck, the neck action <laughs> is just so out of control. And he didn't meet it, Chris. I mean, Stephen, why did you do that? You know, like take that away. Um, and I think this outfit would have been fine um because a part of it is you know this this model has relatively high shoulders or or maybe just how steven stuffed the neck area really emphasizes how high this model's shoulders are um but it just kind of looked a little sinister in a weird way i don't know why it's hard to explain to me yeah it's also really it's again it's sort of like a farmer pant with a disco top with I don't I I just do not understand a lot of this but it's all yeah. very sad it all's up like a, a sad little cloud oh yeah sorry I, I'm no. trying to be I should be more positive than no, that no it's okay <laughs> so who do we have next we Victoria have Victoria all right so I also like this outfit <laughs> me too what did you like about it I thought it was sort of the answer to what if I can't make a suit, but I still want to make something that's appropriate for television mm-hmm. and shows something that's interesting 
and 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 straightforward, but also not too far out there for someone who is just getting getting their bearings in terms of what fits them. Because I could totally see Tiki Barber wearing this. This is probably like one of the few outfits where I'm like, you could fit that jacket if you just you know took out the arms a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. And also oh, again, I, oh sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, please. No, no, just also that Victoria, just like Kit. Um, you know, just like Rami and, and also a little bit of Steven maybe was doing their thing, stressing out. Um, but also these are Jack's pants. <laughs> so we have, so Carmen had Jack's pants and so did Victoria. Victoria also had Jack's pants and mm-hmm. looking at the math, um, it's, they're him so well. This model mm-hmm. looks like he has like pretty thick thighs um, which also is like we could probably you know put this on Tiki right now, who has like athletic legs, and they look great. Yeah, yeah, super great. This is perfect, and again, just a really well-made jacket. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Victoria. I I love this look. Yeah. Also, and I I I I do. So, oh, Victoria, because she was wincing when this came out and was like, oh, it's not up to my standards. I, you know, if I had more time, this is like, oh, it's my first time doing menswear. Like, oh, it's so awful. I'm like, Victoria, you have no idea. This is great. It looks really good. And I would love to see what you could have done with this with four more days. Yeah. And I think this look, I think, even though I liked the, okay, so I liked this look the best, but I think for... Uh, the challenge, um, Kit's look was more appropriate. Yeah, yeah. However, however, I thought Victoria did the the best job out of everybody to address all the concerns that um, Tiki presented, hmm. with especially around the neck. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Victoria really solved that with this. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you know, it really just translates well. It's sort of like. This is maybe a small, and then you'd make a large version for, for Tiki or something. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Talk, talking about making room for necks, N-E-C-K-S, we have Kevin. Mm-hmm. And um, doing like more of like a, a, you know, a Euro nod, you know, um, but made all managed to make a bunch of pieces so he make made the pants the shirt the vest and the pocket square there is a pocket square in there and mm-hmm. the tie um and i have to say it looks so much better on the cheat sheet than it did walking down the runway because it yeah. almost sort of looked like this model was going to hulk out of this outfit <laughs> yeah yeah the shirt wasn't the best fitted no for this model no no but um, yeah so what did, you, what did you think about this well i was on the fence because i i like the colors this was my favorite use of color and um you know i think the only one of the very few designers who took to heart that tiki was like yeah give me some pastels and they and he went with it mm-hmm. um in a in a in a semi-bold way so i i i like that but the the shirt I had so much so many issues with and the proportion of the vest I thought it was sort of small and yeah little kind of like 
junior, a little boyish, and the tie wasn't a great length. Um, but also not just the length, but also the knot at the top was a little big. And then the collar, you know, how do you make a shirt? And how, you know, I love, this is what I love about watching these things, like all the things that could go wrong making clothes. Who knew that the part of the collar that's just along your neck, that's not the lapel, that that could be wrong. Because that's what yeah. it looks wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like it should be it laying does... more flat. So Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I bet, I'm willing to bet, because I have this problem with shirts, but not that I'm like, not that I have this figure, but mm-hmm. when shirts aren't well made, they tend to, the back panel, like the upper shoulder panel tends to stick up. Oh. And I bet, because this front is not lying down flat, I bet it's also sticking up in the back. Oh, that's interesting. A little bit. I really, I, I would bet. I, I mean, I, you know, I have no way of knowing. But, I mean, that's a good theory. I was just also wondering if the tie was just bulking up the top of the collar, but I don't think so. No, it, it doesn't. It seems very like snug, comfortably snug, not over, over snug. Okay. Um, I do wonder though why all this self-proclaimed straightness, and that person makes the gayest outfit. David Beckham would wear that. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like, it's very, very dandy. And like, it, it's and like, like trying to be though. Well, you know? the pants aren't, the pants don't fit. Like that's the, that's mm. also what is kind of egregious about this because it could be a look, you know, in, in terms of like having like a very polished and fitted, but um, perhaps, um, you know, adventurous in color and, 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 and interesting, just kind of like an interesting layering of, of, of things. But it's like, I feel like maybe that's also the, the problem. Like, I don't like the shirt being untucked. I don't like that. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. The longer I look at this, the more I hate it. Oh no. Yeah. I don't like the shirt that's untucked. Um, and I don't like the pants, um, being so unkempt and it looks like he's wearing tennis shoes. Hmm. It's really strangely styled. I mean, it's strangely styled. Um, okay, but what do, what do you mean by, like, the gayest outfit, I should ask? Well, it, also look at the hair. The hair is all sleek and glossy. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what, I don't know. I thought maybe um, when Heidi said, oh, David, looks like David Beckham, you know. Mm-hmm. I think she meant there's too many little stylings like a tie in a pocket square and too many details that um, usually, like, not always, but usually it's sort of like not the straight male world is not one of, like, details like that. Interesting. That's what I think. I could be wrong. And also, like, these little zipper zipper closures on the vest. Mm-hmm. Very practical, you know. Yeah. I mean, cause uh, I, I do think that this is what Kevin likes to make. And especially with um, any, he, he, he did say like, I know I'm, I'm leaning towards more European um, and I don't know much about suiting or if European style, quote, you know, we, we, we talked about the tuxedo um, and, and where that has come from in terms of, you know, it being a European or, you know, like where it comes from in fashion history, blah, blah, blah. But in terms of those details, I'm not 
sure that is European. And I'm wondering if, for him if the Euro comes in with how slim it looks slimmer on the runway. It doesn't look as slim on this Chi-Chi, but how slim it looked on the runway and having it show more of the body perhaps or my or like showing more of the contours of a man's body um, or a male presenting body. It's like I don't understand particularly like if that's also something that he meant to do or if that's something he ended up making and he's just kind of like slapping on the Euro um, label afterwards maybe. I mean, I think I think uh, what strikes me is not American in this, hmm. uh, which Heidi is calling Euro, is the use of pink with all the details. Oh, because oh. You, like that's what I think. The use of oh. like this this type of color. Because my brother, God, my brother does works in a very hyper masculine, male dominated environment, uh-huh. construction, but he has a desk job. You know, he he does math all day. He does math all day. And he said that he never gets, if he wears a pink, my brother wears pink shirts and yellow shirts and blue shirts and like purple shirts. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of color in his wardrobe. Um, and my brother thinks that's normal. Like every cousin I've ever had mm-hmm. <laughs> thinks that's normal. Yeah. But I think here, here in the U.S. it's always like black, white, blue for men, huh. shirts. Right? I mean, what do you oh. think? No, well, it's, that's, that's so funny. Check. That's like the last thing I thought because I love the color. But also, you know, but no, I, I take, I, I, that makes sense. I, I the color's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with the color, but I think yeah. that's what Heidi's picking up on is what, oh. what's Euro about it is this combination of like all these details plus the color. Whoa. Because oh. I think in the U S you'd wear these details formally in black mm-hmm. and white in a tuxedo or in, or Navy, you know, um, but yeah. not necessarily like as a unified color palette around pink or even, or any Easter color. Basically think about Easter peeps, right? That mm-hmm, color palette, mm-hmm. that's not like <laughs> predominantly menswear. Yeah. A menswear palette <laughs> for US market. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, also- <laughs> Easter I mean, peeps. <laughs> yeah, cause this, this feels pastel or as, you know, it feels again, more pastel on the runway. It's almost like, cause you know, we're, we're looking at older footage. So the colors are going to be a little bit off, but it still felt, um, yeah, huh. That's fascinating. Also, I think what, what now I'm realizing that there are certain things, there's so much to talk about with this outfit, <laughs> but, but also from, from the self-proclaimed, you know, like Diane of straightness, right? Yeah. In, in- yeah, I love that Diane of Stratus. Like, because, <laughs> but also it, it gave it it like drew out such a reaction from Heidi that I'm like, what is it about this that you just are like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, not that. Um, Isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, what does it mean that David Beckham would wear this? And it's just, just so much. But also in my head, also it's just like I think she just doesn't like David Beckham for a different reason. And not necessarily yeah. because he wears clothes that she doesn't like. If there's a whole story back there, I would like to think. Well, David Beckham was a fashion, a football fashion plate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe that's what is also is like, oh, as, as a male presenting person, you don't get to be a fashion plate. You don't get to overstep on my reign of being a fashion plate <laughs> on your arm. You know, maybe that's that weirdness. I don't know. Interesting. And all of this, I think Heidi is um, judging this in a in a full on Diane von Furstenberg 
I'm pretty sure that's what she's wearing. Um, you know, that just came to mind. All right. Okay. So let's, Kevin's gotten enough of our attention. Yes. So next <laughs> let's go into Chris March. Um, and it's so crazy. Oh. It's just one block of black on the cheat sheet. It's so hard to see the details in this. And I even tried to lighten it up. Um, very, very difficult to photograph this one, but pretty, you know, pretty straightforward three piece black suit. I think he actually did make a t-shirt. Mm. Looks like, but yeah. um, also very retro. It felt kind of like something that anyone, you know, if you took the Wolf of Wall Street, perhaps like the guys mm. who would play characters on Wolf of Wall Street, and then we take them to their yacht um, on the weekend or something. And for some reason, while they're sailing around someplace or wearing all black, they would wear this. Yeah, they would wear this like from the yacht to the casino and back. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is what it looked like. <laughs> kind of like yeah. a costume for a Wall Street movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's like the the shoulder pads. Um, it's, it's which kind of like gives me eighties, but also um, this collar, like this no collar deal which perhaps is a less successful version of what Victoria was able to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe Chris was thinking about the neck um, and yes. how wide he is up there and like, you know, trying to yeah. accommodate for um, his actual body shape. And also being yeah. like black on screen is great. I'm pretty sure. Like if you're on the today show, maybe not for as a correspondent and, and the, as a, as a morning correspondent, but I guess if you're wearing layers of black it's 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 pretty good usually like a go-to yeah know, maybe um yes so chris did a phenomenal job and again had a very specific intelligence mm -hmm. of like you said accommodating for for like upper body like neckwear and yeah really really intelligent yeah um all right next we have jack with jack two and it's like Jack the designer and Jack the model. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the model's name is Jack too. <laughs> yes. I know that. So this really was a jacked up runway. Um, yeah. Okay, great. I I thought this was so lovely because the shirt turned out way better than I expected it to. Um yeah. with the stripe detail. And it's like he took those extra three hours that he had that morning and perfected that shirt. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Um, subtle pinstripes. And it's just, you know, it's well made. It's it's well made. Period. Anyone could wear this. Um, yeah. Bring nice. it out and or, you know, take it out for however Tiki's shaped and have it tailored. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say that on the runway, Jack, the model, wore sunglasses. I did not appreciate that. <laughs> okay <laughs> didn't appreciate it. it it was just like ah we already know you're a cool guy jack you don't have to you know you don't have to put the other jack in the in the in the shades this is a lot um but also the male models were doing some of them were doing that thing that um is also kind of old school where they're looking from side to side making contact at no one like looking oh, at right. just like hey hey over there like hey like, hey yeah um, <laughs> Anyway. Walking down the street, no big deal. 
All right. Um, next we have Ricky, who Ooh. actually had to hem his garment using pins. So mm-hmm. as this model is walking, because you can't, yeah, you oh. definitely can't see this on a cheat sheet, but walking down the runway, and it's also hard to see it on screen, but he was describing like flashes of light coming from <laughs> where the um, where the lights are reflecting off of the pins that are holding yeah. his garment together. And he's like, I hope they don't see that. Of course they're going to see it, Ricky. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything to say about Not this? Good. Not good. Hated it. Also, I think this is the only look that had a belt. Okay. Which is a very faux pas in menswear because pants should fit. Oh. For me, it's like, that. for me, it's a faux pas. I mean, okay, so me- belts. So for menswear, uh-huh. like, In, in the women's market, all mm-hmm. the money is in accessories, the shoes, the handbags. Like, that's where a lot of designers make their, like, primary, like, revenue is literally, especially when you get to a certain na- certain level, it is off of the accessories. Mm-hmm. But men's accessories are, it's like, what, wallets? It's usually the watches. The watch is the primary kind of cost driver of, of accessories for men. Belts... <laughs> It's like, yes, it's like one of these, like, oh, here's an accessory for you because you don't have any accessories. But pants should fit. There's, in theory, no need to have a belt unless you have, if you are compensating for adjustments in weight, which, by the way, that's a human thing. There's no shame in that. Mm -hmm. There's no problem with wearing a belt to make something fit. Um, But this is a runway. The pants should be fitting. (laughs) I sound so mean today. No, it's... (laughs) This is also good to know because I like this is yeah no that's it's interesting that that's the standard. But also, if you are showing off your sewing skills, you don't want to show a belt because the belt is for literally that's a personal choice about fitting. It's not about your design, so it's very overly yeah. Interesting because you know again like last week, Ricky had a belt as a second piece for the the bitten challenge. And I thought yeah. that's not enough. It's you know. So here, here we are back with this with this bell thing. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't have much to say beyond that, other than this poor model um, who sewed in his own buttons and has this kind of floppy collar that's not laying correctly at all in a pocket square. Um, yeah, it's, it's just kind of obvious that it wasn't finished and, and how dare Ricky think that he can get through the eyes of all of these, you know, fashion professionals (laughs) that they wouldn't notice. Um, yeah. All right. Ready for Elisa? Yes. Okay. Here we have Elisa and her, the final model, the budding ethnobotanist who is the main (laughs) person who's like hey 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 over there look over, look over there like hey hey look over look at me hey how you doing and so again like bringing up um sort of like the behind the scene um uh like you know how they produce these and this is definitely how they did these runways where the models would walk like four or five times so they could photograph them and then get the reaction shots of the um the designers and reaction shots of 
the judges, I wonder if at every take, all 4,000 times that they walked this runway, if he did the same thing, like, hey, I don't know, I'm looking over here. Like, hey, hey. Um, anyway, so <laughs> let's see. Um, this was probably the most inappropriate outfit, <laughs> in my yeah. opinion. Um, three pieces, but, um, and not, not totally inappropriate, but not for Tiki Barber. I think it would be appropriate for a totally different type of personality. Like maybe an, an actor who was a guest on the Today Show, mm-hmm. but not necessarily something that Tiki would wear, but, um, it also definitely is Elisa's style, but I don't know. What did you think about this? I didn't like it at all. Yeah. It just didn't make sense to me. The yeah. color story didn't make sense for television. Um, I mean, the pants were, it seemed like they were well-made. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that I think Elisa made that shirt. It looks good. Yeah, she. But I think she, yeah, she definitely the made vest, that shirt. The, like, round collar on the vest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I think, again, that would just make, that would not help what, um, what Tiki identified as a visual insecurity, you know, um, the neck, the neck. So I think, um, no, I didn't like it. No, no. Um, yeah, definitely. Again, just too casual. I would have loved to have seen this critique with Jenny Barber and Tim Gunn, just to know Mm -hmm. what they thought about this only because just thinking about the critiques for everyone else, you know, it's too casual for Carmen, but how is this not too casual? Yeah. Um, just very just wondering about that okay so we're at the end of the runway and so now it's 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 time to deliberate um so yes i mean we we have our safe oh yeah sorry like first we have our safe designers and the ones who are safe are christian jillian rami Stephen, Victoria, Chris, and Elisa. Mm-hmm. Um, so the remaining people that we have are we have Carmen, we have Kid Pistol, Sweet Pea, Kevin, Jack, and Ricky. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> this was a hilarious back and forth with the judges because pretty much um okay so pretty much like there is a lot like the ones who did well um did did really well but the ones who did poorly um it was it was almost so poorly done that that the judges were confused um so some of the judges were uh trying to i would say like maybe interpret or reinterpret for the designers like almost giving them the benefit of the doubt like oh like you didn't you didn't mean to do this thing here um anyway so we start off with kit um or actually i should i should say like is is yeah let, we can just go through really quick um because we start off with kit and even in the the deliberations she got really high marks like really great score okay. and this is where we find out how she made the 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 jacket and Michael Kors asks her, like, what did you use for that jacket? And she's like, I use fleece. So this is the second episode in a row where she's using fleece so smartly. Um, and this is the Michael Kors famous, famous line. 
He goes, yeah, because like if it hadn't been out of fleece and it's like, oh, give me a Xanax. I'm bored. I'm bored. <laughs> I love your impersonation. <laughs> Every single one of them. I am so happy to have Michael Kors to talk about because, I mean, gems. There's gems everywhere. Um, but I, I – and I – and also just how much of a decision to in terms of fabrication um that was just such a smart move on kit's part um because i i do think she knew she was like i he said he liked texture and since i'm yeah. not giving him bold colors and i'm not going too far out into the hemisphere um with patterns or anything like that then i'm going to give him some texture to work with that's a little a little that's very creative and, and a little just a tiny bit unexpected so and I think the colors of the today show like I've never seen the show but I think you know bl blue navy blue looks really really good in that kind of studio lighting mm -hmm. it really does come alive it doesn't it looks better than in the lighting on this runway yeah so I think that was super smart yeah yeah um next we have sweet pea and this is hilarious mm -hmm. he's <laughs> And because Tiki's like, um, so this is, I couldn't wear this because I'd look like a clown. I look so dumb. I'd look like an idiot. I'd look stupid in this outfit. I'd look, it's like, okay, we, it's so obvious that this is awful. And, and I love how, um, you know, the, you know, benefit of the doubt, like, Heidi and Mike and Michael Kors are just like, so explain to us, like, cause they're so confused. Like, how did this, how did you make this? How did you sculpt this? And what were your intentions behind that collar? And people's like, no, 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 it's not that deep. No, it's a fucked up shirt. It's just fucked up. It's, it's awful. No, 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 no. It's completely, it's a jacked up shirt. <laughs> um, and the only compliment they can give her is that she did really well with that tie. Um, so in a way, it's like maybe she did a disservice to the one thing that she, well, the pants, you know, they didn't really comment so much on the pants because the shirt was such a distraction. But what if she had actually tied that tie correctly to show off how well she made it? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But, you know, I, I, I enjoyed this interaction um, with Sweet Pea and Michael Kors. Um, and also just like Tiki was like, no, no, no. I'm really trying not to look stupid. So next. <laughs> so, um, okay. And then we talked to Jack next and again, like really high marks and they noticed all the little details and clearly it's the best well-made outfit up there. And Tiki loves that. He's like, yeah, this looks like I could wear it today. You know? Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Good job. And also model, good job of holding those shades in your hand and not putting them on like you know it's just like just it's fine it's less is more you don't need a third piece for this it's, it's, yeah. it's okay because and I yeah and this is sort of where Jack sort of re reveals that he's a little he was a little worried that he didn't have more but he really wanted to um, make something that was impeccably well made um, for Tiki yeah um yeah, so it, it okay. So next, let's see, who's the next one we have? Next we have is Ricky, I believe, right? Um, or do we have Yeah. So I think next we have Ricky. And 
they are kind of like, so do you think you're hiding those pins from us? <laughs> what is holding up? Like, what are those little pins doing there? And it's clear that Ricky wasn't going to admit that he had a hard time finishing this. And he's like, let's be honest, guys. Let's be honest. I've never done this before. So because I've never done it, I made a three-piece suit. I made a three-piece suit because, like, I've never done these things before. So, I'm, you know, that's what it's all about, right? That's what it's all about is pushing yourself to do things that you've never done before. Because let's face it, I'm here. You're here. I'm doing this. I don't know. It was weird back and forth to me. <laughs> um, he had, like, strange body language. He was clearly defensive. And, you know, Tiki Barber, again, was like, I look stupid. This may, this would make me look dumb if I went on TV like this. I'm trying not to be embarrassed. I'm on TV now. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, um, but but also, you know, there's sort of like some common sense with 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 like their approach to Ricky because again, um, let's be reminded, Ricky is known for his lingerie, and right. yeah, and. And again, this sort of shows me that the like Michael Kors and Nina have seen Ricky's previous works and every week he comes up there and presents subpar things. Uh, Nina, more than anyone else, is always so disappointed in him. And she's like, you're better than this, Ricky. You're better than this. Like, could you please do something that's good that we know that you're able to do? You're capable of so much more. So um, he got like, a talking to from Nina. Um, and then on to Kevin. Um, and again, you know, uh, Tiki likes it for the most part, likes, likes the look of it, but Michael Kors calls him out. He goes, so, uh, looks like you didn't have enough time to finish either. And Kevin's like, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? Oh my God. What are you looking at? Like, where are you looking at? What the hell was that? That was so weird. Um, really? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I mean, but the same thing sort of with Sweet Pea. It was like, just tie your tie. You know, like, it's a messed up shirt, but perhaps maybe tie your tie. And then for Kevin, you're you're calling attention to how unfinished it looks. Um, when you, when you, when you, you know, we don't know that you didn't have enough time to put your buttons in, and that's okay. Um, anyway, but learning experience. But this is also uh, the moment where Heidi's like, ugh, gross. Everyone likes this? Everyone likes this outfit? Not me? No, mm. not me. And then Michael Kors is like, <laughs> so Heidi, Seal's not going to be wandering around New York in this? She goes, no, no. This looks something like David Beckham would wear. I'm, I know I've said that a million times. I just love that line. David Beckham. By the way, I, I've seen Seal in something kind of like that. Maybe I know. Seal's also British. He would totally wear that. Yeah. I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right. And by the way, I've never seen Seal in person, but just in pictures and media, not like. Oh, you know what Seal would probably wear? I mean, I've only seen Seal on the Kiss from a Rose video, maybe. Oh. Maybe. But he seems like he would wear Elisa's outfit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think he would wear that. I totally. And I think he definitely would wear. Actually, the sh- the top that Christian Suriano made. Yes, yes, he would wear that. Yeah, you know, um, like out getting getting drinks with Tricky. You know, yep. like totally. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he would wear. So, but but <laughs> when they were married back then, Heidi Klum probably would have been like, "I hate it. 
I hate your clothes. Yeah. But you know, but he would still, you know, walk around wearing whatever he wants. Um, that's just the idea. So, um, oh gosh. So next we have Carmen. Oh, poor, poor Carmen. So she, so, yeah. the, you know, they point out like, oh, this looks awful. And also, is that a shirt underneath there? And I believe it's Nina who makes her take the scarf off she's like can you just remove that scarf thing or whatever like what is under there like what is this this is just what is this and poor carmen has to like you know um disrobe her poor um model who she's also like visibly feeling you know obviously feeling really badly for and like you know covers him up and um and it's just like it's just like oh it's just it's really unfortunate because again they're all confused like wait you didn't make a shirt huh how did you how could you not have time to make a shirt but also it's like none of them most of them have never done menswear um and this is the worst case scenario when things just go wrong um it looks like what carmen made what sweet pea made (laughs) what ricky made so um so yeah and also again tiki's like i couldn't wear this this looks stupid it was still make me look dumb. I'm trying not to look like an idiot, guys. <laughs> so, um, all right. Anything else to say about this back and forth with the judges? No. Yeah. I mean, because I, I think we can just kind of like go to the end and declare because they pretty much um, uh, are leaving it up to Tiki to decide what mm. he would like to wear. Um I, that's what at least what I believe, um, you know, in terms of how they made this decision of the, who the final winner is. And then perhaps the judges decide who goes home. I think. Right. Yeah. All right. So Patricia. Yes. Who is a winner and gets the prize of having Tiki Barber wear their custom made outfit on the Today Show? King of the Runway, Jack. Jack! It's a jacked up runway. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And do you want to say who goes home? Yeah. I mean, no, but it's Carmen. Yeah. I I was hoping for Carmen to stick around a lot longer. Um, I have to say, I was really... Okay, I did not like to see Carmen go, but I was really pleased with what they said about going. They said, oh, I am happy with what I've learned from this experience. Yeah, yeah. And I and I thought, what, what sophist, what gift to give to the world on reality television? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. actually, last week, last week we got another one. We got another one of these nice little gifts from um, uh, Elisa, who said, you know, during that whole um, thing. This is when I started not liking Sweet Pea. Just Sweet Pea seemed really inflexible to work with somebody in a different style than mm-hmm. Sweet Pea. And I was like, ah, okay, come on, get over yeah. yourself. But, you know, Elisa said something like, okay, well, I'm just going to do what they say because I forget the exact words, but um, Elisa said something to the lines of, this is not working. I'm struggling. I'm going to do what they say because they seem to know what's going on and I know who I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go with what they say because I know who I am. And I thought, what a gift to the world of reality TV to give, yeah. to just 
basically say, you know what, I'm lost here. I, I have no direction. They have direction. I'm going to go with this direction because mm-hmm. I still know who I am, even if I don't do what I like or want. Yeah. Right? And Carmen, same same idea. Just I'm happy with what I've learned from this experience, and that's that. Right. And and I thought, thank you, Carmen, for not for leaving because I didn't want you to leave, but thank you for having this amazing just final words that I think a lot more people should be paying attention to. Yeah. It's so interesting. So there's this, um, uh, (laughs) I'm going to use like a psychology term that I've learned from a series of YouTube videos that I've been watching and, and the word is differentiation because the, like what Elisa, when she says that she's like, "I, I know who I am. It's kind of like they're, you know, like what you said, like they have skills and they have a direction and they're able to sort of, you know, um, uh, function or their process more lines up with what this game is requiring of us. Mine doesn't in this situation, but it doesn't mean yeah. that I'm wrong or that yeah. I'm doing something incorrectly or that I'm a bad person or if I, or there's something wrong with me, period. Um, she's able to maintain her identity and 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 not mold into like well okay how do I adjust myself or have an existential crisis, and same thing with Carmen like Carmen's like this is a great opportunity, um, but um and you know it would have been fine you know like emotions are are wonderful but just like this, you know it it's it's harsh you know and she she's she said at the end like I'm able to leave with my head held high, but yeah. mostly because she's like I I I I did as I did this as as true to myself as I could. And honestly, I'm not going to be too hard on myself because I never done this before. Yeah. Very in reality. Right. And she's like, I'm sad that they can't, that you all can't see more of me on the show, but it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that I'm a, I'm a bad designer. I'm an amazing designer. I just did horribly on something that I've never done before. And it's like, then we have Ricky who I would say is like sort of, like perhaps is like less in term less able to do that because it was between Ricky and and Carmen um who were on the bottom two and with Ricky it feels like and I think maybe this is like the stress that I'm feeling coming from him on you know on this watch because for him it's like he's still he's very very much identified with how well he's going to do on the show like if he doesn't do well right. maybe right. Ricky to me, Ricky feels less likely to feel like there's, it's not, oh, it's just a bad day. You know, I had a, had a terrible day or I made this awful design and it doesn't necessarily mean I'm a terrible designer. I'm really good at what I do, but you know, I messed up today. You know, yeah, I say goodbye today. I'm sad, but I still can hold myself together. And I'm, I just worry about Ricky <laughs> just feeling yeah. this like very it's pressure. Just, yeah. It's just intense pressure to prove himself. Um. Yeah, and also yeah. I think you know some people are and grow up and are very aware that they don't get second chances. That mm-hmm. things matter a lot, and I can relate to that. But at the same time, I think nobody. I'm sure Ricky is looking back and thinking, "I know how I could have performed better under that pressure, and I just didn't see it at the time." You yeah, know, yeah. I think it's just the pressure of the moment makes that happen yeah yeah and it's yeah you're 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 okay ricky you're okay i mean because you know ricky lives to see another day on project runway um 
Carmen goes home. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how he recovers from this. Um, Cause you know, this is, this is like, I, I think it was obvious who was going to go home, but it's still scary because you, you don't even really know which way the judges could go. Um, I actually thought Sweet Pea was going to be on the bottom two. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Not Ricky. So, so, you know, that was one detail that I didn't remember. I'm like, what? She's third? Worse? Not second to last? So Yeah. <laughs> Are we sure? <laughs> I mean, she wasn't even sure. She's like, really? <laughs> so, I know. That was funny. Yeah. Um, man. So, all right. That's the end of this episode. Which okay. Was like, yeah. I, I, you know, such a joy. Um, okay. And before we go, Patricia, anything that you would like to share? And can you remind our listeners how to find you? Oh yeah, right. Um, I I can be found I can be found uh, loitering and commenting on on the workroom podcast Instagram account, um, but I also have my own sense and sight on Twitter and Instagram. That's like common sense and optical sight S E N S E A N D S I G H T. And the one thing I have to recommend is I recommend that everybody who has a chance to or who has a subscription to Netflix to watch um, a newly released film called Disclosure. Um, and if you don't have Netflix, it's okay. You, you can download it somewhere and, and enjoy it too. <laughs> but it's on Netflix. Yeah, what's that movie about? So Disclosure is um, a film that is co-produced by Laverne Cox, and it's about um, just a look at the history of, of trans representation on screen. Yay! Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for recommending it, because I think it just popped on my Netflix today. Yes, um, it's very good. Yeah. You know, it's sad, but it's good. It's worth It's It's history that we should all be learning and it's history that we should all be um, um, the knowledge we gain from it. We should incorporate into our lives because our lives will be better. Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. Um, and, and as for me, I've, I'm only going to highlight the links that I, um, that we, we spoke about them in the last episode. Um, but, and I'm putting them into the links, the link section for this episode as well. Um, but just um, the initiative that, um, that Nayland is, um, the Nayland yes. brought up on, on, uh, on the last episode, um, the organization called Wellness AIDS um, at wellnessaids.org. Um, and they're uh, working to establish an emergency fund for LGBTQ people in Flint, Michigan. So that linked there, um, if you're able to donate, um, I put that in the show notes. And also wanted to shout it again, Loveland, the Loveland Foundation, which is um, a, an, another initiative that's working to fund therapy, or I would say thera uh, therapy, uh, uh, foundations and organizations that provide therapy to um, to people of color primarily. And the initiatives that are funded through the Loveland Foundation include Therapy for Black Girls, the National yeah. Queer and Trans Therapists of Color Network. Talk space um, and the Open Path Collective, and information for that 
is also in the show notes. And also, I just want to shout out our dear Samilia Kolar, who is making and selling amazing masks in particular. Because um, we, again, we are still in the middle of a pandemic. Um, we're still in the middle of uh, so many things that are happening in particular. And I want to um, highlight that because I, I ordered two for myself. Um, and she is uh, very beloved by a lot of you um, listeners who have been with us for a really long time as my, my original co-host. And she's down in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, sewing away and making really, really beautiful things. So not just masks, but also other accessories. She's like, she was the real sewer <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> who I can really consult about like, uh, Samilia, what are they doing on this show? Like, what is, what is this? What is that? And she's like, Oh, like that's, this is this kind of stitch. Anyway. Um, um, she, she's, she's an amazing person as you guys, um, mostly know. So, uh, I will put her, um, the, we- the website to her, um, her web, yeah, the website to her shop. Um, that's always in our show notes and please go there and, um, and, and support her. All right. And then you can find me at Ernest, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E and on my website, ErnestDavis.com. And again, like follow us on social mediums and, Email us at in the workroom at gmail.com. If you would like to become a Patreon patron, the link to those are also in our show notes. We would love to have you on our community there, especially as we start to add on these bonus episodes. And um, just in general, to all of y'all, take care of yourselves as much as possible and continue to take care of one another and your loved ones and um, really appreciate you in terms of your support for listening, for contributing and for, um, for all your comments on social media. And we're so glad that you're enjoying this vintage journey. Let us know your thoughts. And if it's bringing up any old memories for you as well, that'd be great to know. And, um, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. And I'd like to add one more thing, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, if you can, if you, if you have the ability to, you should definitely become a Patreon subscriber. You know why? Because, you know, art is labor first. Let's not forget yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> reminding Hearts all of us. Hearts and kisses. Hearts and kisses. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so fun. Um, okay. So we will continue our vintage season four journey um next week um Nalen will be back in the workroom and then patricia you'll you'll be back um after that so ah this is so great so um and listeners uh looking forward to talking to y'all again soon and until then we'll both say goodbye bye bye, bye.